on August 15, 1971, 50 years ago this week, President Richard Nixon took the U.S. dollar off the gold standard. This is something that you may remember being mentioned in a history class, but many people don't know the implications this had on the economy. So in this episode, I want to talk about why this event 50 years ago is such a big move, what fiat currency is, and how this is affecting us today. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. Before August 15, 1971, the U.S. dollar was on the gold standard, which means it had a value directly linked to gold. That's where the U.S. dollar had its value from. And there's actually a lot of history with this, but we are just going to talk about the importance of this event. But the gold standard for the U.S. dollar meant that its value was directly linked to gold. So the U.S. dollar was basically a receipt or representation of gold. And obviously, it's easier to trade paper bills instead of pieces of gold, so it makes sense. Gold is not easily divisible, which is a key component that money needs to have. So if you have gold and you wanted to pay for a happy hour drink or at Sonic, for example, that isn't going to work. That's not going to be very easy to do. So money solves that problem, and it solves the problem of trading. So instead of saying, I will trade you 10 stakes for an Xbox or something random like that, We have money in the form of paper that if both parties see it as something of value, they can just trade the paper, which simplifies everything. But these paper bills or U.S. dollars that were being used for trading were backed by the commodity gold. Until August 15, 1971, when President Nixon took it off the gold standard, making it into a fiat currency. So... What does fiat currency, what does that even mean? Maybe you've heard that before, maybe you haven't. But fiat simply means it is a currency not backed by any commodity, but only backed by government promise. You could also say it is centralized. Robert Kiyosaki, you've probably heard me mention his name, but he breaks it down this way. You have what is called, or what he calls, God's money, which is gold. It's from the earth. People didn't create it, it's just from the earth. You have the people's money, or this is what he calls the people's money, which is Bitcoin. He calls it people's money because ultimately it is decentralized, meaning government doesn't have control of it, which people who don't like government interfering in their business, they like that aspect of it. And then the third type of money you have is what is called fiat money, which is centralized and government controlled. And Kiyosaki refers to fiat money as fake money. And by the way, if you want a great book to learn more about this and really read up on it, Fake, that is the title of the book, Fake by Robert Kiyosaki is a great uh, book to read and I definitely recommend that one. But when someone is in possession of a fiat currency, 
Their trust is not in any commodity, but it, their trust is in a government that issues it. So as long as people have faith in the currency, which means faith in the government, since it's fiat, then it will hold its value. You have to realize that money is simply anything that people perceive as valuable. If it has value, people will trade their product or services for it. Now, there's no currencies actually that are currently tied to gold or linked to gold. All government currencies in the world are fiat. They're not linked to any sort of commodity. But fun fact, there was actually a presidential candidate very recently named Ron Paul in the United States who ran in, I think it was 2008 and 2012, I believe. And he actually ran on a platform of getting the U.S. dollar back on the gold standard. Now, he didn't win, but this is something that actually appealed to a lot of people. So how does a constantly inflated fiat currency affect us? Well, ultimately, when you've worked in order to earn your money, and then the money that you are earning is becoming worth less constantly, to me, that is somewhat thievery. (laughs) Someone is taking your money, in a sense. So that monetary inflation and government intervention is stealing your wealth. A great analogy I heard recently in regards to inflation is that inflation to money is like an ice cube in your hand. It slowly melts away. And we talked about this in the recent Savers Are Losers episode. But just a reminder, if you are saving money, you are basically losing money because of the invisible thief called inflation. The only ways I know of that someone can combat inflation or have a solution to inflation by their investing is by investing in real estate or commodities like gold or Bitcoin. If you are treating Bitcoin like a commodity, you're not trying to trade it and sell when it's high and buy when it's low all the time. You're just holding it for a long term like you would do with a commodity as an investor. And actually, I heard this one the other day, but the only other solution to inflation outside of investing in real estate and commodities is actually technically by spending your money. Now, this is not something that I necessarily want to do until I'm financially free, but that is a way technically to combat inflation because the vacation that you want is probably going to be more expensive next year than it will be this year. So, might not be the best way to combat inflation by spending, but it is one of the solutions to inflation. My preference would be investing and growing my money first, then spending. But before August 15th, 1971, in America, money could not be printed unless there was gold that it could represent. That isn't the case anymore. Government doesn't have to worry about gold. They can just print endless amounts of money, which in turn diminishes the value of the currency. And I do actually want to give a couple of quotes here that I think are very important for us to listen to. The first actually being from Vladimir Lenin, who was a communist dictator in the Soviet Union back in the early 1900s, a.k.a. someone who is against capitalism. He said this, The way to kill capitalism is to debauch the currency. I want to repeat that and say that again. The way to kill capitalism is to debauch the currency. Well, do you know what debauches a currency? Inflation. So, removing the U.S. dollar from the gold standard and allowing it to be something that is constantly inflating gives you, the citizen of the country, less control and the government 
more control, which is obviously what communist dictators are very for. They like having complete control. Speaking of communists, let's look at another quote from Karl Marx, who is known for his really creating the communist philosophy in the Communist Manifesto book that he wrote. He said this, There is only one way to kill capitalism, by taxes, taxes, and more taxes. Now, both of these guys, Karl Marx and Vladimir Lenin, they're communists. I don't like communism. I like a little thing called freedom and the government not constantly getting into my business and getting involved in the free market. Taxes and inflation equal more government control. So when we hear in the news about more trillion dollars of bills that the government is passing, or when we hear that the government is printing money, just know that two communists are the ones who promoted that, taxes and inflation, as a way of killing capitalism. And if you remember... A little history lesson here, going even further back in the history books, the Boston Tea Party, which was really a spark in bringing the Revolutionary War, was really a political protest against taxes. This episode is centered more around inflation and fiat currency than taxes, but I thought it was a very important quote and note to add specifically for right now, and they kind of tie in together with the taxes and the inflation. But to close... Hopefully you can see why taking the U.S. dollar off the gold standard 50 years ago is such a big move and how we are clearly still feeling its effects today. Removing the dollar from the gold standard turned our decentralized currency into a centralized, a.k.a. fiat currency. And fiat currency is not backed by any commodity. It is backed by government promise. So I trust you enjoyed this little history lesson at Money Vision U, and hopefully you now know why this... 50-year anniversary of removing the U.S. dollar off the gold standard was such a significant move and understand how it is affecting us today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at MoneyVisionU. We look forward to catching you in the next class.